Welcome back, everyone, to Loaded Magic Podcast, where a bunch of us get together and play some Dungeons and Dragons. Hello, hello. <clears throat> For this one, we're going to do a level of talks, because I definitely did not forget those on the side yeah. of the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there is one particular person who has not had a level of talks, so we're going to have some questions for uh, the player of Alice. Um... <laughs> So a lot of the questions that, you know, I've kind of asked everyone to kind of get more in-depth of people's characters um, is, um, well, for one, where did the idea of Alice come from for you? I know it's been a while, <laughs> but if you remember, do you remember where where the idea came from? Um, I kind of decided that I didn't want to play any version of me. So I designed a whole nother person uh, based on what I thought it would be a person would be like if they had been raised without parents. That's very deep. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't think I knew that. Like I knew that she didn't have the, the parents, but I didn't I don't think that I like quite put it together. Um, yeah, no, I think that's really cool. Um, and then, um, obviously, or at least for me, whenever I'm building a character, you know, I have, like, this idea of the character in my mind, but sometimes when I go to play the character, um, there are some differences into what I had, like, in my head, you know, maybe I wanted them to act this specific way, but as I was playing them, it came out a different way. Are there any, like, differences between, like, what you thought Alice was going to be, and how Alice um, has come out so far? You know, I didn't have a whole lot of expectations going in, because this is one of my... Um, I had I didn't have a lot of experience with D&D before this. I had some, yeah. but not a lot. So I came in without very many expectations, but I think... I was expecting to be more of like a melee fighter, and I'm definitely a back range, um, a ranged fighter and a healer. Yeah. And I've been kind of inching more towards the healing aspects without realizing that that's where I was going to end up. I mean, you did take a very heal centric subclass that isn't like full on healer, um, but it's definitely like come in handy, especially your, like, ranged healing. Um, yes. So, that's, like, better than the D4. <laughs> yes. So, uh, the party has definitely needed it. So. Absolutely. And I think also, um, it wasn't just that it was needed. I was realizing more and more that if I'm trying to raise my daughter from the dead without using necromancy... It made sense to start leaning more towards healing magic, even though I have no idea if that's the direction that I'm going to end up once I find this book in the jungle of purification, yeah. whenever the hell that happens. I know, there's there's still a whole a whole story. There's a story ahead of everyone, but there's definitely like a, a large one um, awaiting you. I know you guys have the list. The list of many things. <laughs> there's a lot to do. There you could write a thing for each of the things that we have on our list and write it on I don't know, a small piece of paper that we can copy over and over and over. 
many of those things, and then we could actually have a list of many things. I think we need our own physical quest board in the room. So <laughs> as new quests come out, you guys want to put that together? <laughs> go for it. I, I like know. that plan. Because then we could physically see. Because we're like, oh yeah, we've been meaning to go to Dalmvu for like. 50 episodes now or something, you know. You're like, almost there, maybe. <laughs> we have a specific order of events. Next, we're going to uh, the water place to collect our loot. After that, we're going to Dalamvu for Merlin's thing and Grimswold's looking for his family. After that, questions. we're going north. <laughs> Every time... Every time you say we're going north, part of me goes, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> five I mean, no is in north. <laughs> I just go, nope. <clears throat> I will not let us not go north. I will leave the party if we don't go we north. We have to go north. We have to go north, and that's to. next on the list. And then after that, we're going to the jungle of purification. And then if we're all still alive at that point, I think we're going to Terran's. We gotta go back Quest. to uh, the free trade alliance that we're totally not. At some point in between, Grundle would like to grab one of the fragments of Dana's bug. Do you know where any yes, of Yes, there's are? one in central theory is that I chose to ignore uh, because they're repressing. Uh, isn't the jungle of purification also in central theory? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we can do that. Uh, around the same time. But only the, the purified time. will survive the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> You know, me as a person, I really want another dating episode with Taryn no. and the no. princess. No. Like, that on a date last session. Yeah, because that went so well with everything that was going Taren on. Taryn just a mash. Yes. And I like to see Hey, it. babe, I just met, I just killed, like, I know you're, like, a political leader, but I also just killed four political leaders, so, like, <laughs> are, are you threatening me? <laughs> Is that where we're going now? That's kind of hot. <laughs> um, and then there has been a lot that has happened since Alice uh, had joined. Um, are there, like, any, like, big events that you feel like really hit home uh, for Alice that you wanted to talk about? When Merlin was in the pit, a literal pit, right? It reminded Alice of when she was in her emotional pit right after her daughter died and her husband left. Um, so like she had, she recognized the, the, the sound of the pain, you know? Um, and it was really hard for her to get through it. That was a very emotional... Well, for some people. For other people, (laughs) it wasn't as emotional, but um, I felt like it was a very emotional episode. concerning episode. Yeah, just building a house. Well, like, okay, so So, I wanted one point of, like, actual death, like, death into Merlin outside the surface level. That's blood stuff up, you know? And so when that episode came along and I was like, okay, I know where I want to go with this. Like, part of me felt like an actress at that moment. I want to make myself cry. Like, shoot. <laughs> but it was so fun. And, like, I hope I pulled on some heartstrings in the audience. Uh, because there was a lot of thought that went into it that just, as a person, made me very fulfilled as playing Merlin as a character. Yeah, go ahead and make me feel feelings, why don't you? Uh-huh. You know, D&D brings out the best and worst of us. <laughs> I will say I'm now afraid that I might break the new Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, three broken, broken again. I mean, it's like bones, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah just sure. gotta set them until they're stronger. <laughs> yeah. Just a little well, it half runs well, toss if you the ever half decide to run away, Grindel has a place for you in his in his uh, congregation. You know, if you end up killing Merlin off by the end of this, I won't be mad. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna intentionally try to do that. That's Terrence's job. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's his job. Yeah, he's just gonna pick you all off. So he's uh, tearing to pick off Merlin, uh, and then <laughs> he'll slowly just pick you off. Terry and Merlin are, are on even field right now. They the are. Guard. They yeah. they did have a coming together. Until I get fireballed again, and I can't <laughs> control what happens next. So I think I think Merlin would fireball herself before anyone else. That honestly. I've been debating whether to take that off my terminal for a bit. Um, so there is a lot that's happened, but before we get oh, into the events that have happened that everyone wants to talk about, um, I'm kind of interested to hear what everyone's thoughts are as far as like where the campaign is going, if there's any anything, any clues that they've seen or any clues that they think they've seen, um, any conspiracy theories, um, Okay, so I'm going to start with a strong one. I'm 100% convinced as a player that we're the bad guys. <laughs> we're not the good guys in this adventure. Like, we maybe some of us have good intentions, but you know what You know what they say about the, ro- the, the pathway to hell? It's paved with them. So... You know, I, I want to counter. I think Duritz is the BBG. BBG? The bad evil the guy? The big bad evil guy? Yeah, BBG. If you end up being the, the, but he's the BBEH, the big bad evil hedge, (laughs) (laughs) particularly for our group. No, I think as long as the risk remains here, I think we're going on down a darker path, and I don't think it's by anyone's fault except the Ritz's. And I'm okay with that. But how? How do we can? How do we convince ourselves that he's a threat when he has a? 23 deception naturally. <laughs> like, there's a lot of you who feel like he's, like, fucked Shame. around with you he's guys, but, like, no one should be so wrong with that. He's kind of a dick. Nothing inherently evil. He's just an asshole. And that's not evil, it's just mean. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should hire a reporter for our own group so we know what's going on with our own people. <laughs> Order a PI for Duritz. Watch <laughs> Duritz kill the PI. <laughs> <laughs> I you don't know what Duritz kills. Duritz kills the PI. And then he becomes the, the shadow of the PI. <laughs> Goes and talks to everybody and we're like, Always, yeah. man, what a boring, boring hedgehog. Boring. Yeah, everything like, checks out. I honestly, like can't even accept payment for this like he's a saint there's there's nothing for me to find here so like move on just move on all he does is knit like he just knits everywhere he goes i can see duritz knitting too (laughs) (laughs) i I mean he has the needles like he's like contemplating something you know rubbing goes hmm while he's thinking it looks like he's thinking about oh how can i make like what's my next act and he's thinking like ooh that previous salesman jipped me for two gold coins. I'm gonna kill his family. <laughs> you I'm know like, what? how can I make Braille even more scared <laughs> of Griswold? <laughs> what I think is, you know, uh, spider thread. Like mm-hmm. you could actually thread spiders. Uh, silk. Silk. You know, I see Druids doing that, like to a very morbid degree. He's like, hmm, can I use a little bit more red? And like would like chop up someone, dye it red that way. <laughs> A little bit of blood. Yeah. 
has that rich color. So my conspiracy theory mm-hmm. is that uh, the in the last episode we learned that Eridun uh, is a foreign god, mm-hmm. and that he came to Ethereus to uh, tell everyone, hey, y'all need to get to the Astral Sea because danger is coming. We also learned that there are wizards in the Astral Sea that went insane and may or may not have some sort of contagion. My conspiracy theory is that this contagion infected Mother and uh, converted her into the tribal mother that Siege read about in the library that was against civilization itself, and that's why the other gods locked her away. That's my conspiracy theory. That's a solid one. Mm-hmm. Also, I think she's in the moon, but that's separate. <laughs> that's a different conspiracy. Which moon? The, the scary one. The third moon that wasn't supposed yeah. to be there before. Hala, the one that hangs. Hala, yeah. Uh, it Hala. hangs in the sky. <laughs> it moves, but no one ever sees it move. <clears throat> so if she's not in the moon, does that mean she ain't no Hala Batgirl? <laughs> <laughs> Snap, crackle, pop, man. Let's go. Any other conspiracies? Thoughts? Um. Go ahead. No? Oh, I thought you said we were Mine's really minor. But, like, it's one of those things where it's like. I've interacted with a decent number. We've interacted with a decent number of deities. And as a player, they all seem very indifferent about what's actually about to happen. Again, that could just be, like,. <laughs> it's the yeah. choice of tell God. Me, tell me about no, it. No, to but be fair, <laughs> one person has not talked to their God about it. My God's not indifferent. Um, I've asked Dan about, really cares. I've asked about the chains, but I, I heard it'll happen. It's worry about it later. My God doesn't care about anything ever. Emily, you, you didn't... You asked a question, and I gave an answer for it. I don't think you asked the I right question. I will say, uh, before we start the next session, then, I will have had some questions for that. Okay. Because I would like to get more answers from Dana. Because you weren't here, so, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Alright, well, there is a lot that has happened, you guys. Freed, in quotation marks, Teslam Falls <laughs> from the political leaders of Free Trade Alliance. You this you guys liberated fought the, a giant a word. mechanoid dragon. Um, what else have you guys done? You guys have done a lot. Uh, Merlin was in a pit. We met a really awesome axolotl. You did, yeah. Definitely did. We're not the ones chopping down his forest. Uh, we found out that a cult of druids was not a caravan, but a cult of druids. <laughs> yes. Where you you found a very nice circlet that turned you part teddy bear. <laughs> I'm just a bear man now, but I'm a cute bear. Yeah. Um. Is there anything anyone wants to like focus on and talk about how they're feeling? There's been a couple conversations with gods. Is everyone's relationship with their gods okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Let's see. What is Teresa's relationship with his god? 
He's pretty positive for him. Taryn and Zalius the Vague have some, like, rounds to go for a while, because... I want you to know Zalius is probably going to win this. <laughs> Taryn doesn't think so. <laughs> yeah, the short-sightedness of mortals. <laughs> yes. Alice just found out gotten... that she was a champion, so she's feeling pretty great. I thought only Siege and Sanctuary were a champion. And not Merlin. No, uh, no. no Sanctuary was a previous champion, but she's no longer the champion because she was broken. Oh. And Grimwall is very much his whole motivation right now. It's along the lines, like, he's convinced he is a righteous champion of Dana. So, going back to Sanctuary, like, Sanctuary would still be counted as a champion. It's just a previous champion. Yeah. So, like, a, a champion out of time. Because you still are able to draw on that power. I, I imagine so. It's like... But I'm not the one that's in active duty. I'm, like, retired. I, I can I still have access to the benefits of it, but... I'm no longer needed as a champion. I will... Well, actually, I think I am, just for a different thing. Like... Merlin is the champion of... Uh, Actually, you both are kind of out of time, to be honest. Yes. That's <laughs> true. Uh, Merlin's the champion of Eridun. Sanctuary's job, I think, relates to the sanctuary in the north, specifically. Uh, and maybe all four sanctuaries that Trimmer mentioned. Uh, I think that that is her assignment, for lack of a better term. Uh, but she is unable to do that without Siege, which is why Siege is important. Actually, on that note, talking about Siege and Sanctuary, I will say, as of late, Grimswall has definitely taken more of an interest in Sanctuary in particular. Like, everything Sanctuary does feels like Grimswall like, is on the verge of providing a critical clue. And it's, <laughs> it's not, like, and don't get me wrong, Grimswall, I think, actually, like, Grimswall definitely appreciates Siege, uh, Sanctuary's company, but there's also that little niggling, like, I can, like, there's something that, that I can learn from you that's going to break something open. Like, there, it's, it's that kind of doubt. Like, Grimswall really likes Sanctuary, kind of wishes Sanctuary could talk, so he has something yeah. to talk to versus the injured, like, emotional exchanges we have. But, now, Grimswall, I think, of the, of the party right now, he feels most comfortable with Sanctuary. Um, I think that's one of my favorite things about playing Siege in Sanctuary, is I can play Siege as the obvious, loud participant of the party while still having sanctuary so that I can get along a more nuanced, subtle character because she can only really interact through emotions, through her reaction to what's going on around her. Uh, And she doesn't... uh, I don't know if I've explained this ever, but she is missing a good portion of her memories. So, some of the things, she doesn't even know why she reacts in the way she does, but it's still a part of her character. And I think that it's going to be very interesting seeing her progress and grow into herself more as the story progresses, because uh, so far she's mostly just been doing what Siege wants her to, because Siege is the one that brought her back and fixed her up. So she only 
She can only really interact with the world because of Siege. But there have definitely been instances of Sanctuary, and not Siege and Sanctuary, but yeah. Sanctuary, sanctuary yes, have it having, like, reaction, like, actual, like, when we respond, it's not Siege. Yeah, and I've, I've it's yeah. been interesting. I love the disconnect sometimes, too. Like, when Sanctuary didn't want to talk with anyone, Siege is like, okay, we're coming! Why aren't you moving? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when Siege and Sanctuary disagree, that's an interesting moment because Siege is kind of taking for granted that Sanctuary, Sanctuary just listens. does, that Sanctuary listens to him. And she is thankful to him. She owes him her life and she feels a responsibility to protect this tiny, squishy imp. But she also has her own thoughts and feelings and she kind of has a habit of putting those thoughts and feelings to the side Grimsdall's noticed that <laughs> I have one more question in relation to Grimsdall and somebody else unless somebody else has something like I have one if somebody else has something but I have one more question I haven't wanted to talk about this in front of a camera for a while Grimsdall and Terran so for the initial like we've had a very I'm not gonna say hostile but a very <laughs> a very conflict-oriented relationship. We don't we don't we don't hate each other, but we don't necessarily get along all that great. What? But like watching Terra go from like, and I'm gonna say it like a big like, Grimsel's bully to going, oh shit, maybe Grimsel has a point. And now I've noticed Terra comes to Grimsel and asks a question, and Grimsel's like, I don't fucking know. Why are you asking me this? <laughs> it's because. He has seen, like, Grimswell has always been, like, a voice of reason. He's been trying to get his point across, and he, he's always been talking about the right thing to do. And now that Terran has realized that a lot of things we have done have been not the right thing. Um, Ambiguous. Yes. Um, he is going, like, well, you've been spouting what has been right for so long. How can you say, like, if I come to these questions and you say, I don't know, how can you not know? Because you have been done, done nothing but spout, like, this is the right thing to do. And then when I come with you, you're like... I don't know. Exactly. Grimsdale's <laughs> always, but he tries to do the right thing, and now he's being asked directly, like, what's the right thing to do? And he's like, I don't know! <laughs> exactly. No, I like this exactly better when it's doing. just the, the question in my head and it's not asked out yeah, loud. I, like, I, 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 I liked it more when I was asking and people weren't asking me. <laughs> yeah, where you didn't have to actually come up with a response. An, an answer to, to it, yeah. Yeah, no. And that's 100%. And especially with, like, us killing the four political leaders really drove in to be like, is this really what I signed up to be in the Adventurers Guild for? And actually, and that's one like... thing that's come up a lot. Like, now, I know they are political leaders, but in Grimswall's head, the politics of it have had nothing to do with it. He's like, yeah, these are four shitty people who happen to be in power. And the whole that that leaves Grimswall, like, Grimswall and Terran have lived in a small little village their whole lives. And I think Terran has begun to realize the implications both in Grimswall has. Grimswall went... Oh, four awful people are dead. You know, that's great. Like, that that's a general net positive. He hasn't kind of thought to think, like, what about the like, what about the after effects? See, and and what... now Terran's been coming to him, and now Grimdall's been kind of like, I don't want to think about that, because they're four bad people. Why? What's wrong with them? They're bad. And, and that's what Terran, like, with Terran being more exposed to Nettie and being, like, in a position of, like, power and whatnot, has, like, opened him up, like, what if... Somebody did that the exact same thing to Ned. In a theory. Like, in a theory. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, what is different from someone doing it to them? And then what if they believe that they're doing this right versus what we just did? And he was just like, we only did it. We can, like, say that we did it 
because they're bad people, but we were stri strictly there just to get something for a side quest. Oh well, yeah, but, and, and again, Grenville is of the notion that it was okay because they were objectively bad people. He does have some doubts about Mihuan. Well, Mihuan is better than Vena. Well, see, well, that's that, just it. It's like, the bad, Karen sitting there is like, how can we decide what bad, what is bad and what is good? Versus, like, what if someone else thought, what if somebody else in, like, Central Therius, they've done some really messed up thing. Does it give any right for someone to show up and just kill them as well? Because they've done some bad things, and that's just where Tarrant has been, like... Grimsdall would argue that they were actively doing bad things, so they were targets. Whereas someone in the past says that has an, has an opportunity to be redeemed. And Tarrant also would say, how much have we, like, investigated any political leader and what Well, we investigated, investigated enough to know they own slaves, which is, <laughs> in Grimsdall's mind, good enough. Do you want to... Do you want some insight into Mihua the rewarding? I do. Yeah? Yeah, I do. Uh, Mihua's whole thing is, is, oh, like, everyone's place is to be my slaves, but that's not your fault, and that doesn't mean I have to mistreat you. You can't help that your place is to... So it's a, it's a kind of argument that, well, I wouldn't say would sway Terran, but would give Terran enough pause that there might be issues. But it's, he, yeah. he took care of those He's, underneath them and treated them like people, Terran, and that's why they were willing to certain. do the things for him. Terran, they should want to Terran. I have a clarification question. Yeah. Did he see them as people? And if so, did he see himself as more than people? Like is he? A, did he see himself as like a guy? As an ordained, right? So they they are jinn. They okay. were each a jinn, so they weren't actually Ganassi. Right. Which when you guys fought jinn, like do think of themselves as above, just like how dragons would see themselves above, you know, other, other mortal creatures. Mihua was just very nice and like it's not your fault that you were born to be lesser, and to do my bidding, um, <coughs> but I will take care of you because you are under my wing, you know. Um, it's still not a great, but compared to everyone else, it's, it's, it's a better form of charity. It's a better form of than the other ones, but still a it, big problem. It's a healthier form of charity. Terrence Taren, issue. Can charity really be healthy though? No, but healthier is subjective. Terrence <laughs> issue. I, I think going a bit less in the tyranny sense and more in the just like general racism, slavery. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah. Kind of it just fun. feels gross. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right. <laughs> Terrence's issue, going back to what you just said, was is not necessarily... He doesn't have an issue with what... If they were bad people or not. It is the issue of who Aftermath. gives us the right to do it. Who do we... do? How do we deem that we are the ones that justifies being able to do this? That okay. is what he... Who, his who moral, voted it's us not that sure Yes, they're bad people. Um, it is more of like... Morally, how can we say that we are the righteous force that should be able to choose who and forces and who lives and dies based off it, it's moral a, implications. It's a, a concept in ethics. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. That's, that's exactly the, what... For, like the, for example, the Kantian perspective is that to take no action is... The same as taking it, a negative itself, yeah. is taking an action. Yes. Yeah. So whether you choose to kill them or not, whichever You're one you choose, you are actually them. choosing an action. And if you choose not to kill them, and you should have killed them, you are wrong in yeah. not yeah. And that's that where action. Karen... And that's, and that's, 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 that's why this current, the and current, current, that's why the bite that uh, spectator was. I can't yeah. remember the exact word. So, but. The, there's, there's that example. But furthermore, and this gets into more of the humane uh, 
David Hume. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he goes into, like, hey, if we are going to create this thing such as a government, the government itself is the thing that determines. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the structures and structures yeah. of the government is what... Yeah, and the problem is, is this is a back backyard force country boy yeah. coming up trying to figure out what is morally right and has what is no idea what is the pool he jumped in. No offense, <laughs> and but I don't drowning. think we have time to send Taryn off to a... Oh like, yeah, no, 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. It's it's just, sorry, man, that's a six-week program and we have... He's jumped into an ocean and he's drowning in what now he realizes is way too big upon himself to even like, realize and he's just like having mental breakdown because of it. Philosophers spend their whole lives asking the questions oh, yeah, and never finding the answer, and Taryn's not going to find it. Yeah, either. but Taryn doesn't realize that. Yeah. Taryn is not smart. It's like, <laughs> obviously there's an answer. Yeah. But like, what is it? Yeah, yeah. Alice, well, Grimswald really always talks knows. about what's right, so obviously he has all the answers, so I'm going to go to him because he has all the yeah, answers. Yeah, I do. Wait, <laughs> who's the older brother? I forgot. He <laughs> is. Oh my god. <laughs> Four years he's a junior. <laughs> I think Alice really only knows that she draws the line of necromancy. I don't know where she puts her ethics, um, especially about like killing the political leaders. For her, it was, these are horrible people. They shouldn't be in power. Let's end it. Um, but going into like whether or not it was ethical or not, she doesn't have the capacity to care. We'll right see. Now. Well, you also talked to Vassas. And Vassas yeah. is very extreme in the sense of like, oh no, man, these people know. See, yeah. Righteous flames need so to be like, brought upon them. For her to not have her own strong opinion about it, as soon as Vassas came in there with an opinion, she's like, cool. Vassas is extreme. Vassas is opinionated. None of you have picked it up. Vassas is extreme. He's an opinionated character. <laughs> and Karen's also issue was with it was... Yes, we killed four political leaders, but with how this country is set up structurally, it's setting up for more people just to come back into power and just replace them, like, just as easy. And we kind of got validated by that, by learning about it. And I was just like, that was the problem with Terrence. Like, we just dipped. Like, yes, we killed four political leaders, but that doesn't mean, like, four or even worse people might step up into that power and claim that power. And that was his other issue with it. There's also another very interesting thing about, like, the questioning of who gives us the authority, because you guys are all technically champions, though you haven't brought a way to, like, physically prove it to the world yet. True, but we do But, like, that. champions are the voices of the gods. So, like, you're you're starting to step into that point of... Where we have like, it. Like, we have the authority, whether we yeah. realize it or not. Yeah. I think Alice is going to become slightly more religious now that she knows that she's a champion. I don't mean that she's going to start, like, doing rituals and shit, but, like, she's definitely more interested in, in learning more about what Vsauce stands for for the people, so that she can embody that more. So, knowing that Vsauce is, uh, what'd you call it? Extreme? Extreme. yeah. <laughs> Alice might become a little more extreme. <laughs> he is he is the god of, of the sun. Like he is he is literally a polarizing character. Embodiment of righteous flames. Like his way of the highway. Black and there is white and there's no in between. His way of the highway? Yes. Yep. So he's he's a, a pretty pretty strict strict god. I actually do have a question for Alice, because Alice has always been kind of like a 
set on the back burner and observe kind of character. Mm -hmm. Like, what is your opinion on the group as a whole right now? Um. Because we have a <laughs> group pretty out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she definitely doesn't know what to think about Dorit's. She hasn't caught him doing anything strictly illegal, but some sketchy shit, you know? She feels kind of sketch about him, but the rest of the group seems to mostly accept him, so she, you know, maybe it's the weird uncle in the room, whatever. But, like, she thinks Siege, despite being old, is a child and needs protecting and instructing. A fair assessment? It's not wrong. I would agree. Do you love me? <laughs> Do you love me? And uh, the brothers, Taryn and Grimswall, she thinks that they are at least adults, even though they have their problems. Um, the problems we have. She thinks Grimswall might be a little bit too religious for her take. <laughs> Grimswall's kind of falling into that hole right now. <laughs> Uh, I definitely since Axio. Th this is this yeah. is a sh this is a sh like a little side of, like a side, but my end goal for Grinswall is I want to get to a high enough uh, like level where I can basically become the patron guardian of one of the forests of Central Aetherius. I want to become a staple of the environment. Like he's decided, like I, I Dana is the the goddess of like nature of civilization to an extent. And he wants to maintain that balance. He doesn't want to let the, the in industry of the cities overrun everything, but he also understands the necessity of it. So you want to be Paul Bunyan? Uh, Paul Bunyan, but much scrawnier and without an axe. Yeah. Um, to finish up, she thinks Merlin is uh, growing as a person and is always asking for help, so she sees her as pretty much good. Because if you're not, if you weren't asking the questions, if it was just behavior, it might be sketchier. But because you're always asking the questions, she sees you as wanting to do the right thing. And that's the biggest step for a lot of people. As a whole, she sees us as like a weird mix-match family because she never really had one for very long. Um, so this is the closest that she knows what it looks like. We stick around and we protect each other. I will, I would like to point out that Siege is counting the party and trying to get everyone to love him and you are the only person who has not said straight up uh, that you love Siege. No, Gr well, Grimwald, den Grimwald denied but it but he also gave you an explanation for it. Like No, no. I got it from you in the zone of truth. I got a satisfactory answer okay, from everyone except for Alice and Merlin. And when Merlin married me, Siege counts that as Merlin loving me. Yay. So the only person that Siege is still trying to get to love him is Alice. But and you've got to realize my kid died yeah, and you're a child, I, I, in quotes. I wasn't able to, she wasn't able to open up to you in particular of everyone in this group because you're the child. And again, And Siege doesn't understand the nuances No, like not even you a little. did explain to Siege that you don't have the capability because you have a goal that you're working towards before you can open yourself up to that kind of emotions. So he was, for a little bit, researching necromancy 
to help you bring your daughter back, and then everyone told him not to do that. So he's like, okay, I don't know how to help. <laughs> the book of purification, or the book in the jungle of purification. That's how we help. It's on the list. Yeah. It's on the list. And Siege is very dedicated to this list. If yeah. you want to add something, it's going at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> we have a schedule. Let's stick to it. I think the craziest thing is, like, all the way up until this point, I was preparing for Merlin to have that transformation of Kreos case crazy to, like, now I'm a normal person again. And, like, all the creative freedom I had was used, and now it's completely up to the DM, like it should be, you know? But it's, like, now I feel like I'm in the same boat as everybody else, where it's, like, I don't know what I would want to happen, and I don't know what will happen, you know? So it's kind of... It's giving me some anxiety. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, you guys are getting close to starting to peek behind the curtain. Um... Which I know the other groups peeking behind the curtain has kind of messed with y'all a little bit. <laughs> but you guys are almost there. We're already enough to, to peek and kind of we, see we the inner workings. The hints. We definitely got some of the shadows on the edge of our vision. Like Aridun, the moon, I mean, going to I've the north. I've literally gotten secrets from my god. <laughs> yes. So I feel like I'm doing pretty great. Does that mean Aridun doesn't love me? Aaron isn't allowed kind of to tell you the secret. He made the exception because Siege is not technically immortal. I got the secret on a technicality. But technically yes. I'm not mortal either. <laughs> and on a natural 20, to be fair. Like uh, uh, a mortal being of this world, because Siege oh. is technically yeah. from the the, hells. the nine hells connected to Aetherius. Which is a funny-ass <laughs> I feel like that's kind of ironic. This is a funny-ass The god gave away a secret to siege to siege but like the god of secrets and deception and trickery etc etc it's like I'm barely going to give you information <laughs> <laughs> to be fair I think as a DM he did specifically say he likes to think about secrets as a way to cause more drama he likes his secrets because no one worships at Cecilia she's the goddess of secrets And? and she gave you guys the secret to cure Terra, and then you guys broke her stuff in her temple. We did not. I did not know such thing. That's Alice right. was not present. <laughs> Alice seems just actually right there. But um, just for like breadcrumbs, uh, Dorit still has the stone book that we pulled yes. from the statue. <laughs> I actually have a question for Merlin. Like, because uh, Grimswald, the whole time we've been together, has kind of been under the impression that there's something wrong with you. Yep. Like, it, it became very obvious after the pit. But, like, he's always been like, there's, like, this person doesn't seem to understand the consequences of fucking with other people. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell if it's, like, a, a conscious decision to not care or if there's legitimately something broken. So Grindel's never really been like, he, I don't think he's ever really hated you, mm -hmm. but he's always been very wary of you. And watching the whole breakdown and the reveal that, like, they were locked away, I think Grindel feels a lot of, uh, I, I feel like pity is the wrong word, maybe empathy is the right word. Mm -hmm. 
And he also thinks, I think he's going to treat you like a paper doll going forward. <laughs> like, he does not know what's going to crack you to pieces after that week in the pit. Alice, on the other hand, has feels like she's been in said pit before mm-hmm. and will treat you like you're stronger now than you were before. Like, complete opposite. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm scared. Merlin <laughs> does seem frail. <laughs> and I'm scared I might break the new Merlin. Well, like, <laughs> so Merlin originally, when at the very beginning, before she met this group, before she met her other group, like, this was Merlin's core personality of being a frightened, wizardly teenager who's just trying to make the world a better place. And now that she's reverted all the way back to that state, it's like she is a true teenager through and through again, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, now she's no longer just the embodiment of what looks like a child. Like, she's actually has to start from point one to be like, oh, should I be scared of this? Should I not be scared of this, you know? And, like, that's the thing with, like, Grimswald, too. Like, he hasn't seen the very frail Merlin right off the, you know, gates of going through that traumatic experience. But it's definitely, like, a core element that she has to rework through to gain the confidence again. <sighs> Grimswald, I think, has hit everybody except, except the Ritz. All you need to know is that Grimswall thinks that you're a dick, and he's suspicious of you, but as of yet, he has no proof, and so firmly believes that you're just an asshole specifically to him. Like, Teresa's even gone, like, and helped you out, like... And every time you help me out, something goes horribly wrong, Durant. helped you out with all those cooking things, (laughs) Tell me what the positive of that was. You were absolutely terrified. I know, they gave him cooking. So I gave you, like... The little fishbone thing, like... And uh, you know what, actually, to be fair, the fishbone thing was probably the one act Grimswald genuinely thought was, like, he's still wearing it. He thinks that was a genuine act. And I don't know if you can decide if you want to tell, but, like, Grimswald's like, yeah, like, thank you. You're still kind of a shifty asshole, but, like, I appreciate the gesture. I think it means something. Yeah, no, it was literally just what Dorit's happened to be standing next to at the time and reached his hand in and grabbed. (laughs) And it just happened to be (laughs) fish bones. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that his very valuable personal affect is crap. (laughs) I'm still carrying the rock that you gave me. Like, that's written in my inventory is a rock from Dorit's from when you pretended to be Trimmer. And then afterwards had to cover why you uh, were asking for me, and you just handed me a rock and walked away. And Siege thinks this is a very important object that you needed him to keep safe. So it's it's in my inventory. The amount of like misdirect that I've allowed to like get away with with this character is absurd. Yeah. Oh, you're digging too deep. Here, hold this. Touching in on that, how did everyone feel about what was discovered under the city? Uh, in Monteglas? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Siege really cared, because Siege was so caught up in the fact that Trimmer died, and died violently, <laughs> yes. after having transformed into this berserker oh, version the of an ancient, um, 
of yeah. ancient Warforged. Where there's a, a piece that uh, came out that kind of worried Sanctuary about. Worried is an understatement. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, there is the the old Warforged. The, they may have had a, another purpose other than what their named purpose seems to be. Mm-hmm. Sleeper agents. It's only about our time for sanctuary. I think I'm realizing that Alice and Dorit's don't interact. <laughs> Which is probably for the better. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. And it's probably because if I saw anything sketchier, I'd be like, fuck you out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Merlin's interaction with him last time was, just kill her! Just kill her! And I was like, oh. <laughs> No one else had any thought of the, the cultists well, cultists underneath the... To be fair, Grindel at that time did send the note and then got the message back that there is a separate group of, like... There's, there's the people who follow Mother, and then there's the assholes who follow the fake Mother. So, I'm, we're at least aware that there's at least a schism between that group. Well, and I'm... You are I, aware. I think I mentioned the Terran. I don't know if I mentioned anybody else. Yeah, I don't think you told the whole no. party. Should probably do that. <laughs> I'll decide how Alice feels Which, about it. Which I mean, you're then. on the day that it that there's another earthquake, so like you could. I would bring it. I would bring it up. I will bring it up. <clears throat> so. Does anyone else have any other feelings or thoughts that they want to share? On the events. Did y'all did you like the kobolds that were sacrificing themselves? <laughs> yes, that I did. You know, I, like, probably because I've played uh, Lego Star Wars so many times, I just heard the screaming, Aah! like, every time the kobolds went into the air, that's why I audibly heard in my head every time, <laughs> Tell yeah. me truthfully, how many of those kobolds were named Wilhelm? you were actually screaming Uh, none of them were they all went in a group and each one was named the letter that spelled it out (laughs) Uh, no that was a a one shot um, you know one of the the hunts from Loot Tavern Teliana's Guide I really love that stuff (laughs) I felt like it gave you guys a run for y'all's money oh that thing fucked us up as an artificer that's always looking for parts, please throw more mecha, uh, mechanical monsters at us. Yeah, it literally says, oh, it appears the, the, the next, you know, morning when you guys didn't take the quest, and I'm like, boom! <laughs> Surprise! As someone with five casts of uh, Crown of Madness per day for free, please don't send more mechanical things. <laughs> Like, I'm also the same. I need stuff that bleeds, and I'm tired of stuff that doesn't bleed. There were kobolds there that bled. Yeah, but we were hitting the robot. <laughs> you were hitting the robot. There were people stuck on the ground. I was getting, getting fucked shanked up by in the knees by them. I was getting fucked up by kobolds. <laughs> Although I will say the number of kobolds that ah and then splat was quite high. <laughs> the death rate. 
you had mentioned that Alice sits back and observes a lot. I think that's because she is still sort of afraid that all of you guys are going to leave. So she's trying to figure out who you are and see what signs you're sharing um, before. And she usually likes to be approached because she feels like she's in the way. No, I feel left. I think of the group, the only one who's really at risk of just leaving is Taryn. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you gotta remember that she's got all the PTSD. All, all of the PTSD. Grimzel was pretty close to leaving quite he a few He was, times. but at this point, Grimzel has kind of, I think, firmly cemented himself in the, in, in the idea of that this group has issues. Like, that's just kind of the nature of our group. I can try and keep us on the straight, if not the narrow. <laughs> <laughs> I can... Pull back on any sort of deviation. Like, I, I may not be no able to stop the, the wanton destruction that tends to follow us, but like I can at least try and push it in a productive direction. So like Grimblow's, I think his main purpose here is like he doesn't he, he doesn't think anybody in the party is necessarily evil, but he thinks that we tend to cause collateral damage, and he's going to try and limit that going forward. Okay, but like the dragon flying into uh, <laughs> again, again, or not dragon the the pterodactyl thing flying into the building was really good. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh fuck, <laughs> what would he do? Um, let's fog. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'm fucked up. <laughs> and there's yeah. a dinosaur in my he's house. More than now. Welcome to, he's more than happy to go along with the schemes, but like oh. again, it's like, oh, this is a little bit too evil for my taste. Can we like dial back the? Collateral. <laughs> so what you're saying is we should RP in a playful manner, such as Grimswald and Braille's relationship. You mean running and screaming from a man who be he believed is going to murder him in his sleep? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right whenever you guys were having a good relationship, it got worse. <laughs> thanks, God, thanks. You did. Thanks, Durrance. Thanks, Merlin. You guys I... are my best friend when it comes to my. Servant master relationship. You know, like, I think a part of Berlin is trying to mend the relationship, but when that fucks up. But whenever you see an opportunity, it's too easy. To I'm play. like, I, I can't. I mean, Grimsaw is I can't miss out on this character. opportunity. Merlin likes to laugh like the next person. <laughs> what did y'all think of my Eldritch candles? <laughs> they terrified me. <laughs> I felt like they were going to initiate, like, a terrace coming out of the ground or something bizarre. Like, that's, my level of preparedness is zero, like, you something blows up in your face, or terrace. Like, there's no in between. I'm constantly afraid. I couldn't help myself. You didn't want to fight a terrace on our date? No. That was on my list of, like, That was what the Eldritch Candles were for, is I was told candles and food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a birthday. And you came for candles, like, do you want candles? Or Eldritch candles. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what are those? I'll take them. Just um. another thing for Merlin to be terrified of now. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything else? I have wants one to thing to address is yeah. for Grimswald. Uh, Grimswald does not strip nude because in front of random people <laughs> for the sake of his religion... The nudity mm -hmm. is 
specifically for when he knows he's alone and has the privacy. He's not just wanging his willy for anyone to see. Just no. saying you have a bad track history of people looking at you. When you're... That's their fault, not mine. You don't and you're not secretly enjoying it. That's not the question. No, that is the question. That question right there determines whether it's a crime. No, it's not, because it's his religion. Because it's not religion. No, no, the the whole Axios strictly nature nature thing, it resonated. And he's, you know, Gringo realizes that most people probably don't, don't, won't resonate with that, but he does. Are you sure Grim's all just not a nudist? He oh very well may be at heart. There's some social stigma there. I feel like Grunsol might die if he tries to go into battle. <laughs> I already hit him enough. I don't need it to be any easier. Well, Grunsol just happens to be the guy who, when he gets hit, he gets his fucking heart. He just. He doesn't really get hit that often, I'll be honest, but when he gets hit, he tends to go down in one shot. <laughs> I can't help but think about the mammoth in the temple. Yeah. I, yeah, I took you down, and then the mammoth was slaughtered. Oh yeah, I envision, like, a very dysmorph version of Grimswall being, like, touchy from disenchantment. Being like, woohoo, what do we touch here? And, like, all you see, like, for clothing white, is his long beard. Like, that's how I see it. I don't have a beard, though. I'm clean-shaven. Are you? Yes, like, Grimville is clean-shaven. Well, it, it depends you on... Have, you have stubble. He has stubble, but, like, when he cleans up, he's clean-shaven. And actually, that's a fair point. He does how? tend to let it grow a little bit. But it's how not like a beard. I was going to say, I clarified this yeah. when I no, it, it the, does, yeah. But he, he, he did clean up. Because you did recently clean yeah, Well, I did. say recently. For Grimville, recently. For Grimville, recently. <laughs> so it's it's probably, like, more of a five o'clock shadow right now. Okay. But, yeah. Recently, in the last five years. <laughs> and again, not by choice. Yes. Not by choice. <laughs> a lot of the bath potions, bath potions against his will. Like, <laughs> yeah. All sorts of things. Lots of non-consensual bathing. And it's never been like a, I don't want this, but it's always been a, eh. Why? <laughs> I like to smell like nature. <laughs> Nature also made running water. That is true. And I'm happy to pop in the river once every three to four weeks. <laughs> Nature also made the parasites that exist in that running water. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why it's once every three or four weeks. <laughs> uh, anything? Any other events that anyone wants to, to touch on that resonated with their character or they just feel like talking about? I finally got to read the book. You did. Oh, that lesson. Yes, I, I read. I, okay. I finally finished crafting the anti-scrying amulet, which means that it is safe for me to open and read the book, at least in uh, Siege's perceptions, without the big boss lady knowing, which means that I now know what the big boss lady is trying to do, and honestly, it scares me a little. <laughs> <laughs> but only a little. Only a tad. I mean... You have the schematics. You could build your own machine. Why would I want to? <laughs> See what it's all about. <laughs> See if it works. That's literally the dangerous version of... <laughs> like, I talked to Aradun about this, and he's like, yeah, no, that's the dangerous way to do it. 
Like, that's what made the the wizards go crazy. Uh, well, the, the way that they that did it, not crazy. he didn't specifically comment on this one, but you do uh, know that having the book way. doesn't stop. Yeah. It's just slowing down. It's, it's just slowing her down. <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, the way the wizards did it was completely different. Oh. Uh, but this is still bad. It's bad to have this, and it's bad to be looking for the wizards. Because, like, that's not going to open a can of worms at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not a can of worms in anybody's brains. So how many wizards was it? Uh, I don't think it specified. A tower full. A tower full. Legion of wizards! <laughs> Does it happen to be four? One for each of the sanctuaries? Maybe! I don't know! Um. Honestly, I have no idea. I just know that they are insane, and it might be contagious. Cool. That's not good. That's great. <laughs> like I said, that's my Something conspiracy theory. Is yeah. that, that is what made Mother uh, go insane and become the tribal mother that was um, fighting against civilization, which is why the gods locked her up. I think it's a type of quarantine. Oh God, it's COVID. They just have worms in their brains. It's fine. That's all. It's fine. I love that, like, Siege hasn't, like, fully told anybody this either. Well, I I mentioned it very briefly. Yeah. Uh, I think I mentioned something about insane wizards in front of Dorit's. So Dorit's made a soft inquiry about it. But we haven't talked Mm -hmm. at length. Yeah. Someone knows there's waves of madness coming. I don't get if he's just tickled. Yeah, well, it, it was a, a very specific question because one of the things that Teresa Scott had told very specifically was that there was a special kind of madness coming. Like, some out of the realm and purview of this god. And they weren't happy about that. And they weren't happy about it. It's like, Someone's going to be causing madness. It's going to be me. <laughs> and it's going to be one that I can control. Yeah. Take your shit elsewhere. Yeah. But this is my corner, bitches. <laughs> Dorit is just really happy being this uh, puzzle, puzzle, or not puzzle, the, the marionette master type thing. It's like yoinking on heartstrings here. <coughs> Pushing fears here. I feel like that should actually, like, officially go on our list, though. Like, after Central Aetherius and the jungle and whatever the Dana thing was, I feel like that should go on the list, is looking for the big boss lady's portal and trying to stop this madness from coming to Aetherius. I'm not opposed to that. It'll be fun. Madness question mark at the end of the list. <laughs> yeah, I feel like madness question mark should go at the end of that list. <laughs> Unless awesome. it becomes something that gets f- shunted to the top of the list at some point. 
I don't know if it's related to the like physical nature of the thing, but like really early on, one of the quests we did was the corruption in the trees, mm -hmm. and I'm wondering I, if that madness is related. I think I, I I will say I think that was our first hint of like something going on, and we, as a group, ignored it. Well, see, I think it's... well, it was also the thing that was another thing that had Jill's daddy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's more with the corrupted mother. I think it has to deal with. That is my conspiracy theory. Is that was like something to do with like the mother and yeah. But if that's just the physical manifestation of that madness, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's the the mother being that like nature entity. Like if it's corrupted into this madness and that madness as a physical manifestation, not just as a emotional yeah, yeah. spiritual thing, it's a physical manifestation corrupts. Did Alice see one of those trees in a vision? You showed me something with like a thing in the middle of the tree. I'm trying to remember. I remember there was a vision during uh, an eclipse, I think. Or not the the meteor shower, yeah. Uh, where I had a different vision than the rest of you, yes. because my vision was about the sanctuary in the north, and the rest of you, maybe Alice, maybe not, I don't remember if you were included in well, this. Well, people who were inside did not see it. That's true. And the there people were people who, were who talked about the meteor shower that weren't in your group. But sanctuary specifically, it did set off like a... Yeah, Alarm mine bell. was a different vision, but everyone else's vision was about the corrupted gem in a tree. So. But the meteor shower was seen by everyone who was outside. Mm -hmm. And therefore, people who were not outside tinkering away in their smithy, he now see the shame. And then there thought everyone else was crazy, crazy for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> so. Um. I think this is a good place to, to call this level of talks, unless anyone else has anything important they want to... Um, I do want to make a clarification, like, all of you have your story arcs that have all of their things. They, like, all stuff are important, but I'm not going to, like, force you guys into a thing. It just means that the stuff later on the list will just grow and become stronger, but, like... Mm -hmm. It's yeah. not going to be like a, oh, if you don't take care of this now, you lose the game kind of thing. Good to know. Like, I want you guys to build the story. So if you feel like something is more pressing, definitely do it. Do whatever you guys feel. Like, I, I want you guys to, you know, create the story, and I will build the road where you want to go. But, like, that that's just what it is, is, like, you put it off later, it just means that it might be a little bit bigger later on, because you guys might be higher level, too. So. Okay. So you're just going to advocate for this list. <laughs> Which is absolutely fine. And I like the list. It gives me a good roadmap to go off of. <laughs> you mean you don't want to know what we're doing the day we do the session? Yeah, no, that will that will make for very short sessions. Oh, okay. Hey guys, I think we should buy a boat. <laughs> That's a really good idea. I am down. Go for it. You know, I feel like we should visit our old friends too. You know, like I know. let's. I kind of like. I kind of want a pirate arc of our story. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> After this is we funnier do for madness. me, but for other reasons. <laughs> so. But yeah, that no, um... That goes on the list after finding, oh, dealing with the madness. The boat. 
Building a boat takes a while. I'm a carpenter, but it's still going to take time, you know. Yeah, and, like, to have a group of people build you a boat, it takes, like, at minimal months. (laughs) Um, Okay, we'll buy a boat. Right. Find you guys the shittiest boat. You'll be out in the ocean, and then it starts to... Hear me out. (laughs) I can steal a boat. I have a boat. I, like I have a boat in mind that we can steal. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about you. <laughs> you know who I'm talking to. Good luck <laughs> stealing it from the crew. Actually, you might not want to be on there. <laughs> One of the crew members may or may not cause explosions. Are you on a boat <laughs> where you start sinking quick? Sure. Um, but. Uh, for you, the listeners, I hope you have enjoyed this level up. Talks a little bit insight on you know how the the characters and their players kind of feel, um, what's going through their heads, um, and all that good stuff. Um, if you are enjoying this podcast, definitely give that po- uh, that subscribe button a nice Doritz inspirational tap, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.